MomCast is brought to you by the Hutta family of orthodontists. Mommy! It's the MomCast. Really, Mom? Mommy! Mom! You are listening. MomCast! And MomCast. Welcome to MomCast. The kids are fully back in school. It's Stacy, Heather, Greg, our producer. And uh, I don't know, a little breathing room now as we get ready. I mean, here we are. We're in October. And we're already, like, heading toward the holidays. I know for Greg, it's all about Halloween. And you've been working on that for a long time. I, yeah, I've been ready for Halloween since July, so. I don't mind Halloween, but it's not my, you know, my big holiday. It's so. mine. It, it is our Christmas at home. I mean, awesome. this is the one we decorate like for. Nice. Yeah. So are you, have you been planning this whole thing out? I mean. Yes. Okay. And it's an event, and we have uh, decorations in the yard. And then my children say, well, why? Do we not do Christmas lights because we do Halloween lights? <laughs> and, you know, it's it's exhausting. By the time we get those down, it's Christmas and nobody has time to put more lights up. <laughs> you know, my wow. wife actually had a really good idea that we might do next year. So if you, oh. you feel free to steal this idea from us, but uh, do a haunted Christmas. So get all the Christmas decorations out and the Halloween decorations and make like spooky Christmassy decorations. Oh. And then when Halloween's over, you just put the Halloween decorations away, and then you already got your Christmas decorations out. That's genius. A haunted Christmas. Yeah. And then you just get, yeah, and then, you know. Gotcha. You decorate once. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And then you're set for, uh, you know, the last four months. Or you see, like, the the haunted manger, or. Well, I'm just thinking more of, like, the Christmas tree. I guess you could do, you know, (laughs) evil, evil sheep. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't know where to go with that. The, the, you know, the angels are easily turned into vampires, you know, that kind of thing. Now she's getting weird. Um, of course, I would ask. Uh, you know, that's a we haven't idea. Pl- we haven't thought it all out yet, Stacy. We well, just have the loose idea. Do, you start with maybe the like the Halloween tree. Yeah, right. You know, and then you I can think that's just, where. Yeah, yeah okay. that's but that's not bad. And there are people that do that. I notice it in my neighborhood. They really? just change the color of the lights like they have Halloween lights. And some scary stuff, then they go right into Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and then they transition it right into Christmas. Okay. And I almost feel like some of them, like, put all the lights up for Halloween, like, so it's a mis- mismatch. Then they take some, like, certain strands down, and then it looks like Thanksgiving, and then they take more down, and it's, like, white lights for Christmas. Now, that's, now that's like, Pinterest level, though. That, that, that's not, that takes planning. Listen, go big or go home, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thought of timing that out and which lights need to come off when. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, but I have one neighbor I know that does that. She does it. But I think she might have somebody come in and do it. Yeah. I think. Because that would require a spreadsheet, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. So maybe maybe your Halloween is, is like really big. We'd love to hear about that. Um, I'm very excited. Um, you may know your kids might actually watch or have read the Pinkalicious books or ro- watch the Pinkalicious show on PBS. We're going to be talking with the creator and the illustrator, Victoria Khan. We'll be talking with her in just a moment. But I know you have something you want to discuss. Your girls and oh my gosh, every mom and dad right now is going to identify with what's going on at your house. That's right. And and moms and dads, we always say we would pretty much go to the ends of the earth for our kids. And I think I found the line <laughs> that I don't <laughs> want to cross with this. And it is called fundraising. 
uh, for the PTA, for the sports teams. <laughs> and it seems to always coincide with the leaves beginning to fall outside. Here comes the catalogs. But now they've added the extra bonus of you can also do this online and in person. So not only am I juggling order forms, but I've got people needing online things. And the whole time I'm kind of do, facilitating these fundraisers, my kids aren't involved, <laughs> right? So you're doing it all. All by myself. So I have two problems with that. One, dad, it's your turn to sell a at least one item on this fundraising sheet, <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but I feel, and at least in our house, dad does not have anything to do with it. Uh, it's a mom project, great. Second, um, the kids aren't really learning anything from this. And I've, you know... Whether it's selling in person, which we don't do in our neighborhood, really, going up to people's doors. I feel like with candy bars or cookies, that's an option. But when you're selling uh, toboggans and gloves and things, it's more like um, Avon. And I just feel odd having my kids. So wait, they're selling. Yes. It's like a magazine. I saw it out there on the table, Heather. (laughs) random. Thanks. Wrapping it's paper. Like, it's like a catalog, yeah, for, for holiday. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. it's intense. Because usually I'm by, like chocolate bars. There That's are right. some, there Sometimes there some mums, food things there in there. Are. Mums, like mums are a big right. thing here mm-hmm. at work. I, I have an annual mumpkin sale that I purchase from yeah. some of the ladies on the other side. Um, what else do we purchase here? There's like a popcorn sale, wow, sports the Boy Scouts, the Girl Scouts, obviously right. with the cookies. Which brings up another point. Everybody is selling right at the same time, and it's all important. And I try and support others, but there's always this underlying guilt about, well, I don't want you to feel forced to buy this, but I bought from you, so then you should buy from me. It becomes this whole political scenario, and that could all just be playing out in my brain. But uh, there is always this. It feels like pressure. Like, can you just buy for my kids so they can get their pizza party? And, you know, it's right. Do you both feel that as well? That pressure to buy? Yes. And especially when the kids come in. See, that's what you need to do. You Mm. need to bring the girls into the office because if the kids do it, I feel like very I have to buy. And here's here's the thing with me. Liv didn't do any of that. Um, None of that. There was no fundraising. Oh, she goes to a private school. They just ask us for the money, you know, like we pay I prefer and that. then, yeah. And then they just say, hey, can you give to our annual fund? Which would you rather do? You know, write a modest check to the annual fund or would you rather sell something? And so everybody writes a little modest check to the yeah. to the school and then you're done. But here's the deal. For years, I have purchased most of what people have. Which I enjoy. I enjoy doing it for the kids. And it's a good cause. But I've never, like, come in with anything. So when I am unemployed, I plan to come here. (laughs) With a bucket. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Or selling anything that you, whatever it is. All the Tupperware you want. You all are buying something from me. And you are going to fund my, my, you know, retirement or my unemployment. Because I don't have the, here's what my kid's selling. You know what I mean? That's right. No, I'm kidding. I, I don't mind but, it. I don't mind uh, it sure. at all. But honestly, I, I have not gone over to look at your catalog. Catalog. Nor should you feel obligated. It's a little harder, too, because it's such a variety. Whereas you say, I got popcorn. People will flock to that because it's You know simple. what you're getting. Yeah, exactly. Girl Scout cookies sell themselves. Right. Yeah, right. Those a, are things people are used yeah. to. 
Well, you, you guys are, are you, Heather, you brought mentioned uh, like the education factor and Stacy, you mentioned, you know, bringing the kids in. I think that's the thing. I mean, yes, it's for, for a, a good cause, but I, especially the Girl Scouts, there's an element of we're training these young women or these kids, these students to become entrepreneurs. How, you know, how, what, what Stacey's looking at me. I'm smiling because here's what I see as an outsider. Yeah, you, okay. but you don't see that as an outsider. What you see is mom or dad yeah, getting yeah. all caught up that's, in the competition. <laughs> what, right. Well, that's what I'm getting at. Yes. So uh, I, I, you nailed it on the head. I would rather the kids come in and yes. and sell it to me. And my brother-in-law, they they their girls are in Girl Scouts, and he just texts me the link, and I said, I'm not buying from you. Ooh. I want your daughter to call me or come over and give me the pitch. And if she gives me the pitch, I'll of course I'm going to buy some. Right. But I don't, I'm don't. i not buying from you. I'm buying from your daughter. Well, and, and that's part of the whole thing. And they can't possibly, I mean, I'm, I don't think, I doubt they can handle all the orders and stuff. They could do the right, selling. Right, yeah, parents but need then, the help. But, or, then, but, 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 yeah. but to your point, that's a lot of work. I mean, you're going to like, you have to deliver. You have to sort through all of this. If that's part of what you're going to do, isn't that a lot of work? It is. And that's where I get to the point where I say, I would do anything for my children except, except for this. Sell things. <laughs> but I did. And I, it's OK. So here's what I've done, because my kids really didn't have a lot of hands on with this. They've I've bought them these little note cards and they're going to help me sort and they're going to write a little thank you. That's note. perfect. So they're held, holding, held, being held accountable a little bit. They're learning about, uh, you know, the economics right. of, uh, right. of of office politics, if nothing else. Yes, and I explained <laughs> that to them. I said, these people are buying things, right? Well, we owed this person, yeah, so that's yeah, why she yeah, bought from yeah. you. But, and it, it, but I, <laughs> what I wanted to um, show them, people spend their money to help support you, so... Right. It's important, but yeah, I, I but think that goes right. on forever, right? Because when when they're kids, yeah. we buy you buy my kids flowers or gifts, and I'll buy yours. Then it becomes you know it just keeps going until you come to my kids' graduation and give them a gift, and then I'll come to your kids' graduation and give them a gift, and then it's wedding. And then it's baby. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a pattern in life, right? I mean, it's a big it becomes wash. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is a big wash. That's what it is. But that's isn't that why we have friends? It is. And coworkers? Yes. <laughs> so that they Absolutely. Because <laughs> if we didn't have friends and coworkers, there would be nobody for our kids that's to true. sell to. Well, here's the, the reasoning my husband gives me. And I kind of, speaking of the office politics, <laughs> <laughs> he's a director Okay, so he feels that it would make his subordinates uncomfortable if he was asking them to buy things. But here's good. But here's what I say. Well, do you buy things from them? That's what I said. And he gives me he looks down to the left, which I'm pretty sure means you're lying. I think I saw that somewhere on like Mm -hmm. Dateline or something. So I but I've never pushed the issue. But can you imagine how much more we'd sell if he took it to his workplace Maybe I'll play that. Here's card. what you do. No, you have the girls play that card. Okay. You Doesn't have our the boss girls. do that? Yes. yes. The, 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 he, he brings the, the girls, girls in, so oh, he's yeah. not asking. Have the girls go to dad and say, yeah. Dad, you know, we really we need help. Oh. We're not reaching our goal or whatever. Would he do it for them? Yeah. Because you know how that goes. And he'll take them into work. He's yeah. He'll parade Absolutely. them around. Absolutely. Absolutely. And guess what? Mom has to do none of it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but I don't think you should feel guilty. I think okay. everybody expects 
because then they're going to have to turn around and ask someday. Right? Yeah. So Okay. I mean, again, that's that's why you know people. <laughs> that's what friends are for. <laughs> and acquaintances. <laughs> so that you can lean on them to, to buy whatever your kids are selling. And I need some kitchen scissors. Uh, okay. Heather. Okay. Do you have, you have uh, like household goods? Too? Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. Frozen cookie dough. You name it. Oh, yeah, I really? need some kitchen wrapping scissors. Wrapping paper. Right. Very overpriced wrapping paper. Is it real? I was just going to say I need wrapping paper, but I'm cheap oh, well, about wrapping paper. It's hard to say because you don't know exactly how much it is. I mean, it says the measurement, but I can't visualize that. And I'm not sure, but it's, it's you're, I don't know. You're a great salesman. No wonder I, why you're having a yeah, hard time, Heather. I just say go to the dollar <laughs> store. Because this is why I can't do this. Eh, it's not that great. Nah, never mind. I'll talk you out of it. And uh, It's not worth $15. And Heather <laughs> works over in the sales department here at the radio station. So <laughs> That's the other thing. All the salespeople, they're good at selling. <laughs> so that's what they do for a living. How am I supposed to say no? <laughs> And they're really, really good at it, especially our boss. Yes. He's not shy. Hi, Victoria. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? We're great. We're thrilled to have you on uh, the MomCast today. Hello. I'm so happy to talk to you all. Well, we're excited. Um, Yeah, we put on our tutus just for this interview. (laughs) Greg, too. Are you... Are you wearing your tiara? Because I am. <laughs> no, just a tutu. Darn it. Oh. You know what? You know what's great, though, that you mentioned that? I love that because now there's like a thousand different tiaras and you can order them online. Have you have you done any of that? <laughs> like there's just. A... No, I, I actually am wearing my tiara. No, I really am. I, I, I do wear it for the for these calls. I, oh, it, it gets great. me in the mood. It's 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 really it's very important, Greg. You should be wearing your crown. Trust me, I I've, mean, I've got know. a six-year-old daughter. I've I've worn tutus and, and tiaras and crowns and capes, all of the above. I've had it on. Well, that, well, that is pinkatastic. That is truly pinkatastic. Well, for me, I love pinkalicious because it is my favorite color. Um, and I was that oh. was that little girl. Um, everything was pink. Everything was sparkly. Um, tiaras, everything. And I am not even close to being a little kid anymore, but that's still at the core of me. Um, and, and so that for me was, um, I just love that, that there's still um, an opportunity for that to be, you know, a girly girl and be empowered and all of those things. Well, I have to tell you that it's, it's not just being a girly girl, it's being a strong female you know, my my goal is to empower kids to be creative um, and to be um, to to really be imaginative. And you'll notice in all of my books and also on the TV show Pinkalicious and Peterific on PBS Kids that um, Pinkalicious has to solve her own problems. Nobody can ever help her. Adults can't help her. Peter can't solve the problems. She has to be her own person and she's got to solve the problems. And to me, that's what being a girly girl is. It's being a problem solver. Sure. So, yeah. Power to the pink. <laughs> that's right. And you mentioned Peter. Uh, you know, uh, Pinkalicious isn't just for girls, right? Right. Not at all. Not at all. And, you know, surprisingly enough, uh, the the audience for the TV show, it's 
it's got more boys than girls, which is which, which is a huge surprise to me. But boys love the color pink. It's our society that says no, boys shouldn't like pink. But you know, traditionally, if you go if you go to the museum and you look at paintings, you know, from from uh, the Renaissance, you will see that mm-hmm. uh, men were the ones who were wearing the bright colors and the pink. So, um, really, boys boys do love pink. And and I've gone into classrooms, and you know, the toughest, biggest boy will come up to me and say. Would you come read your story again next week? Because pink is my favorite color. Oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it, that is the best feeling. It really is. Tell us a little bit about Rubylicious, because I know that's out now, too. Yes, Rubylicious just came out. I'm so excited because it's got a new character um, named Ruby, and Pinkalicious uh, is a, you know collecting her rock. She finds this one her 100th rock for her collection. It's very dirty. They rub it, and out pops this character, and um, the character grants them one wish. Now that's a lot of pressure, right? They can't have m- multiple wishes. She's not. She says, "I'm not a genie. Just one wish," and they've got to make a wish but this this character is very nervous very anxious and very fearful so every time they try to make a wish she says well let me show you that wish and it's actually not a good wish (laughs) and and so they get to have their wish and then you turn the page and you see how the wish can go terribly terribly wrong and pinkalicious and peter finally sort of you know, look at look at this character, and they're like, she's really afraid. She's she has so much fear. She's she doesn't have courage. She can't problem solve. We can't have fun with somebody who's so fearful. Let's make a wish for her, and they generously give their wish to Rocky, aka Ruby, and this spell is broken, and she's no longer afraid. They wish that she's no longer afraid. They wish that they she can problem solve, and they, most of all, they wish that she can have fun, which is so timely for today, you know, mm-hmm. because there's so much fear around us and nobody can think straight. You just can't think clearly when you're afraid. And also, it's such an important lesson today to kids to be kind. And it's it's hard to teach that, you know, how do you teach kindness? So, I, you know, all of my books have messages and I've put this messages, message in my book, but I've made it really, really fun for kids so that they get to imagine what their wish would be. So when parents sit down and read the story, ask the kids, you know, what would you do if this was you? What would you wish for? What would you, would you give your wish away? What would you want to do? And there are all these teachable moments in the book, so it, it makes it really fun for parents and for kids. Right, and that's what I was just going to say. You have two daughters. Were they kind of the inspiration for the evolution of Pinkalicious? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, you know, Pinkalicious <laughs> started as, as an April Fool's joke. I don't know if you know that. Um, but I, I, it started as, as a joke I sent to my family and friends. I, I told them that my daughter had turned pink from eating too many cupcakes and had pinkitis. <laughs> and, and one of my friends was supposed to come over that day, and she said, well, we're not coming over because I called the pediatrician. The pediatrician's never heard of pinkitis. It could be contagious. <laughs> We're, we're out of there. I said, April, on you. And he turned around and said, you should make that into a children's book. And I thought, oh, okay. So I did. And, of course, I thought, 
it would teach my daughters a lesson not to eat too many sweets because in it she eats so many cupcakes mm-hmm. she turns pink and then she has to eat green food. And I thought, you know, th- this will teach her. Uh, it, it, we, we, we clearly have to continue to read that book every night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cute. <laughs> even though she's 20, even though she's 22 now. <laughs> I was thinking, uh, how old are they? I'm guessing adults. <laughs> Yeah. That's so great. One just turned 20. The other one's 22. Um, I've been doing this for 15 years. I have over 70 books out um, on any kind of fun event, anything from, uh, you know, apple picking, pumpkin picking, Halloween, uh, Mary Pinkmas, to having a lemonade stand. Uh, I just love coming up with stories. I I have such a blast um, doing this, writing for kids. Well, it clearly has caught on with everyone else. We're having a blast with it, too. You've got the Blockbuster Children's Book Series, the live stage musical, and, of course, hit animated TV show. So... Um, all of those things you've 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 touched boys and girls and their parents everywhere. Well, thank you so much. And I, I want to tell all your listeners that um, if you go to thinkpinkalicious.com, there are all these um, coloring pages and word searches and uh, for teachers, their curriculum guides. There are all sorts of uh, games and activities that you can print out and um, do with your kids, uh, you know, craft ideas, lots of fun things for you to do. And then you can share the drawings with me on, on social media. I, I, love, I love to see them. I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Share them with me. I get so inspired by seeing kids' drawings. It, it, it really fills me with joy. Victoria, I have to know, what is your favorite color? Well, you know, I I do have a preference for pink. (laughs) Shocking. Pink is really, it's for me. It's it's the color of joy. It really is. Uh, it's a party. You know, you put it with orange. It's a celebration. Most of all, for me, it's the color of love. So when I say uh, think pink, I am really saying think love, and that is my message uh, that that I am spreading. And um, but I do love all the colors of the rainbow, and I'm working slowly through them through all my books: pinkalicious, goldalicious, purplish. Silver delicious, emerald delicious. I'm I'm working through the rainbow, but uh, pink is clearly a lot of fun. Well, and thank you because I know as a parent, when there are things that come up that you know kids eat little lessons, big lessons, I always tend to gravitate toward a book if I can find one. Um, and people that are able to write those that kids enjoy, I think that's really a gift um, to be able to write a book that gives a message that kids you know, are able to understand and enjoy reading. So thank you, because I think we need all of those resources sometimes. Uh, We can't do it all. Can't always come up with the great ideas. Absolutely not. And kids (laughs) love stories. I mean, they, they love to be read to, and then they love to learn how to read and read to you. I mean, that's, that's where all the fun is too. And that's something we have to make sure never goes away with all the technology today. We still want to read with our kids. So Thank you so much. Thank you for giving us lots and lots of books and shows that we can watch and enjoy with our kids. Thank you. Thank you so much. Your passion really shines through. It's It's been a pleasure to hear how excited you are about Rubylicious. We're excited, too. Yeah, have a Rubytastic day. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Stacey, 
My daughter is obsessed with ring pops. And those probably have to be the worst possible candy that you could have on your teeth. Mm -hmm. And I tell my daughter, my seven-year-old, she is starting to grow in her uh, adult teeth. And I say, you only get one shot with those. Mm -hmm. They don't fall out and you get new ones. So it's very important that you brush them. But her smile right now looks a little bit like a (laughs) jack-o'-lantern, which that works right now because we're coming up on Halloween. It's perfect for the season. (laughs) But it also kind of tells me that it might be time to see an orthodontist. Oh, yeah. And I'm so thrilled. Being a part of MomCast has really introduced me to Dr. James T. Hutta and Dr. Larry Hutta from Hutta Family of Orthodontists. They are the best in town. And I've gotten to know them through their support of MomCast. And what I love about them is that you can take your child in. It's really never too early from what we've learned you know, because they can tell based on their bone structure and the initial consultation, they can tell you, yes, it's time for those braces or the intervention or it's not time. They can wait a little longer. And that consultation free and a free x-ray. And I can vouch for that because they did that with Liv. I thought she was way too young. And Dr. Larry Hutta said she is going to have her growth spurt in less than a month. He was able to tell that by looking at the x-ray of her hand and he was spot on. Like two weeks later, boom. And and really, that's important because the, the first thing people notice about you is your smile. Mm-hmm. You can trust your smile with Dr. James T. Hutta and Dr. Larry Hutta. I recommend that you give them a call. They actually have three convenient locations, Worthington, Westerville, and Gahanna. And you can check them out at HuttaFamilyOrtho.com. I got to experience something I've been looking forward to, Heather, since Liv was born. I mean, probably, and this is odd, I know, more so than like a wedding. Like sometimes when moms have girls, I know for my mom, like I got married, but it wasn't my wedding. It was one of those where my mom kind of planned everything and she was so excited and I wasn't as excited as she was. (laughs) Turns out there was a reason, Um, but (laughs) didn't end well (laughs) the first one around. (laughs) But she planned that and it was like her wedding. But for me, it was live going to homecoming or prom. I never got to do that. I was not allowed to go. Why? So, well, because when I was growing up, my dad was a minister, and back in the day, it was against our religion. Oh, okay. So it is not anymore. That's kind of silly. But at the time, it wasn't a good look, you know, for the pastor's daughter uh, to go. So I never got to do it. So finally, she had homecoming, (laughs) and oh my gosh, I was so excited, and it, it just went so much better than I thought it would. I enjoyed every minute of it. I had no idea that you need to plan ahead to go buy a dress. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know how long it would take. I didn't know how busy these shops would be. They were, and because of COVID, I'm sure, but even more so because the crowds were so big, all the stores we would go to, you couldn't get in. You would wait to get into the store because there were too many people. And then when you went in, you were only allowed to pick like two dresses. And so I'd have to, like, pick out a few others and stand back. And we waited 35 minutes to get into a dressing room. And it was crazy. But I loved every minute of it. It was so fun. And she picked out a very age-appropriate dress. She's a freshman. So it was her first time to go. And it was just a group of girls going. It was all the girls. And I love that, too. I love that guys and gals, if they don't have a date yet or don't get asked. Remember? Well, maybe you're too young. But in my time (laughs) um you had to be asked to go 
Like a lot of kids, it was like, oh, you don't go by yourself. Mm. I mean, you had to be, you know, asked to go. Um, And so if you didn't get asked, you were like the kids staying home. Or if you were not allowed to go like me, I would get asked. And then it would be, you know, I have to say I couldn't go. But so all the girls went and it was super fun. And she picked out a dress that I think was age appropriate. Um, But she let me get her all ready. She's not big on all that. Mom's very sparkly. Live, eh, she could take it or leave it, um, but she let me be her stylist. So she picked out the dress and shoes, but she let me actually give her a mani-pedi um, and do her hair and a little bit of makeup. Did you just keep it kind of more subtle? I think I did. Yeah. I mean, she looked beautiful, um, but I think she looked appropriate. I think. But here's what I want to say. It was interesting. I posted pictures and everybody was like, oh, it's so age appropriate. Thank you for having her wear a dress that isn't like ridiculously sexy or whatever. Mm-hmm. But my thing on that is I don't like to throw hate to anybody that has a daughter that picks out. A, I mean, there are styles and every I don't I, I feel like at some point she, I want her to be able to pick what she wants mm-hmm. um, when she gets to a certain age. Um, but she is more subdued overall so maybe she won't go that way but i feel like there's still an opportunity right that she might pick something out that someone's going to look at you know give her the the raised eyebrow over <laughs> can't believe your mom um, lets you leave the house like that <laughs> yeah i i don't know i i don't look at those the girls and go oh she shouldn't be wearing that i mean i understand what you're saying dresses have become very skimpy and very 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 short uh, for homecoming prom they go you know longer often but um i don't know do you think you'll concern yourself with what the girls pick out yes because i am pretty much a free spirit and you know very liberal as far as you know letting them make their own choices and things but i will not let them wear bikinis so i have a sneaky feeling that when it comes to the homecoming gown i may be a little more conservative on that uh because like you said, it, I don't think it's so much what I feel. I just feel worried about what others feel, which isn't the right answer. I, I'm worried about them being looked at inappropriately or being judged or someone saying something to them that might be rude. You might be surprised because my daughter already gets that. Oh. She's like, Mom, if I dress like that, I think someone's going to think I'm a certain kind of person. Mm. Oh, I mean, she's already good. she's more subdued. I mean, she's just a little I, I don't know of a better word than subdued. Modest. Okay. She's more modest than me. That's for sure. She's, <laughs> I was, I, you know, when, once I got into, not as a teenager, I think when I was older, I wasn't as modest as maybe um, she is. And maybe that'll change. I feel confident in her choices. But I did this time say, you know, look at that. Look at that. What do you think? And she, she chose the more modest dress. It was still beautiful. And that's the things um, you'll find. I think they're, the makers now are finding there are every there there are several camps, and so you'll find all different types of dresses. Did she have something in mind? Because you're saying you could only choose two dresses. Was it a color? Yes. Was it a style? She that's, had a style in mind, okay. and so then we, in fact, we put one in there that we weren't sure about, and that's the one she ended up with ah. because it was kind of like a dusty rose color, and I thought that color was kind of over like back in the day, um, but it was beautiful and she loved it and it looked so pretty on her. So she just went with what looked, honestly, what looked pretty on her and she felt really pretty. 
I mean, she said, Mom, she looked at herself and she's like, Mom, I feel so beautiful. This is the first time I've ever felt beautiful like wow. this. Ooh. And that was it. That was it. I was done. Uh, yeah, that makes... She knows the way to, to your pocketbook yeah. <laughs> and <Yeah>. your heart. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if you want to share yours or you're thinking about dresses, you know, do you have the final say? Do you let your girls choose? Um, boy moms, mm-hmm. you might have a conversation about that as well. I know a lot of boy moms are outspoken about, you know, how some of the gals dress. Do guys still rent tuxedos for this? Not for homecoming. I think that's oh. mainly a prom thing only, yeah. Okay. I think the girls dressed up, at least what I saw, and I'm not going to say for everybody. I mean, some guys were really very stylish, but a lot of them were very casual. Okay. So, I don't know. You'll have one of both, Greg. Yep. Yeah, and I'm, I'm lucky. My wife is uh, stylish, and she's very... Um, uh, modest dressing. Yeah, she is. So I put all my faith in her. <laughs> yeah, she's got that <laughs> one. Yeah. <laughs> but let us know how you handle it because for some it can be a thing. Well, moms and dads, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for joining us for MomCast. And if you ever have a topic idea that you want to share or even just a question, and I mean, I'm not an expert, but I'd love to hear from you and maybe we can try and help. And don't forget to tell your mom friends about MomCast. Subscribe, rate, review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And until next time, thanks and we'll see you soon. 